ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. What are we going to talk about today? I was sitting here all weekend thinking about what we're going to talk about today on the show. I, I don't have any idea. I mean, I guess we could talk about Marshall beating Notre Dame. That seems to be a big story today for some. Of course, that's what we're going to talk about. Welcome in. It's The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 for this Monday, September 12th. We'll get your phone calls in. More importantly, we'll get your text in the text line. Let's just open that up this hour. Let's do text this hour. Uh, we'll try to get some of your phone calls in, but text's going to work better for me this hour. It's 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. That's going to work a lot better for me as we'll get some of your text in, talk about this one as the Thundering Herd going in, beating the then number 8 Notre Dame Fighting Irish 26-21. Shocking the world, making everyone take notice of what Marshall football is all about. And it's just been a whirlwind ever since for Coach Huff and the team. I got back not that long ago from a presser. It was in the team room. Governor Jim Justice was on hand to talk to the team. Now, I'm going to post all that audio later. It's over 20 minutes, and I don't want to go through all of it here on the show but I will post it, and I'll uh, follow me on social media. That's the best place, one. Follow me on social media, at Paul Swan. That's on Twitter. And if you do that, I'm going to post that audio later on there so you can find it. It'll be about 20 or so minutes. So we'll do that later. I just want to tell you that now. We'll have uh, his entire address to the team. This was... Earlier this afternoon, about a couple of hours ago, at the Shuey building in the team room. So I'll, I'll give you a chance. to. to I do have a couple of cuts I'm going to play from that here in a few minutes. I will give you sort of a, an idea of what he talked about as he spoke to the team, spoke to the team about his background, spoke to the team about really some of the things he, he wanted to talk about was just you know, the incredible job they've done, but not to lose focus. I mean, I was um, – I'm sure that Coach Huff was happy that he was talking about this team not you know, losing focus and, and refocusing now. But, you know, Jim Justice has been someone, as someone who has went to Marshall, he has been someone as governor that has been very vocal at times about the direction the program is going in. And so when he spoke to the team earlier today, he talked about how this team he mentioned and referenced the Xavier game, and we'll talk about that Xavier game later because the debate is, is Notre Dame the biggest win in Marshall football history? And some of you have said yes, and some of you have said, hang on, Xavier, that's the biggest game. So we'll keep that debate going for a couple of days, if you like, just to get your opinion on that. But he referenced that. Talking about the not just the rise of the program, but the resurgence of Marshall football. And this is Jim Justice from earlier over at the Shuey Building. The young thundering herd kind of took over and we beat Xavier, and it was the most incredible time it could have ever been. 
And then we went through all the un ungodly greatness that Coach Pruitt brought us to brought to town. And then, like it or not like it, we started losing our way in a lot of different areas. We needed a new president. We needed new board members. We needed a new coach. And we needed a new look. We needed to change our image, didn't we? When it really boils right down to it, we needed damnable respect. And literally, you've given us every single ounce of that all in one swoop. I could never in a million years tell you how much it means to me. Means a lot to the governor that the Thundering Herd could go into South Bend, Indiana, Notre Dame Stadium, the number eight team, one of the most prestigious programs in college football. Maybe not the pinnacle of college football right now, but the tradition, it's rich and it's historic. It's steeped in, in college football lore. You can talk about Rudy. You can talk about the Four Horsemen. When when for the Gipper. You can talk about all of that. You can talk about the national champions that have come through that program. You can talk about all of that. It's one of the elite college football programs year in and year out. And I'm not talking about just wins and losses. But it's very tough to beat Notre Dame football. And so now you get that win and the governor talking about, again, the he outlined it for you how he went about this as he wanted some changes at Marshall University. So there he is. He's right there outlining how he went about this. And he also told these kids today that they got to refocus. It's great to beat Notre Dame, but you got to refocus now because if Marshall loses against Bowling Green, you can throw all this stuff out the window. It's over. It's not over, but in a lot of people's minds, it's over. And so refocusing is part of the message he, he said today when he was talking to the team. You went into the lion's den of the biggest football program in all of America, hands down, and handed your butt to them. You did it. Now, now you got to refocus, don't you? Really and truly, it's time for all the accolades, but now it's time to refocus. Now it's time to bear down again. Because really all the accolades will fade away if you fall flat on your face right now. Absolutely. You've got a chance. You've done something that in your lives you'll never forget. You'll never forget no matter if you live to be older than me. And that's old. But absolutely, as you go through life, you've done something and you'll never forget it. No, no one will forget this one. One of the all-time great wins in Marshall football history. Just where does it stack for you? Is it greater than the win over Xavier? Is it greater than the national championships in 92 and 96? Is it greater than beating K-State? higher-ranked team, is it greater than, say, Clemson? I was there at that game. I was fortunate to be able to travel at that time, and I got to go down to that game, and it was everything I would hope it could be. 
It was an amazing game, amazing experience. It was college football. It wasn't life in the Southern Conference. It was, it was it was major college football, and that was an experience that a lot of you got to go and take in on Saturday against Notre Dame. I mean, this is this is college football. This is a blue blood of college athletics and football. And so now you've got this. You will never ever lose it. It can't be taken away from you. But you got to go out and refocus now. You got to refocus and take on Bowling Green. Texter writes in, I'm traveling to Bowling Green. Hurt fans should try and get a seat at Calamity Jays Thursday evening for the Charles Huff Show. Give the coach some love. If you can, go support the coach. Fans should go. If you're capable of going and you're not doing anything on Saturday, I'm sure plenty of tickets still remain for Bowling Green. You could probably get a ticket if you call the ticket office now. I've been to Bowling Green. It was, I thought, a pleasant experience. Now, Marshall's had some success at Bowling Green, and Marshall had a nightmare of a game years ago at Bowling Green. But Bowling Green, was it was a fun trip. When I went there the last time, this was about, I think it was maybe the last time they played, I got to go to that game, and it was a fun experience. So if you get a chance to, to go to Bowling Green, I know it's Bowling Green, right? You're, you're talking about, Paul, this is Bowling Green. This is not Notre Dame. No, get to go to that one. Go to that one. It'll be fun. Texter writes in, I'm happy to eat my words last week. I said the herd would lose by 30, and I couldn't be more wrong. Great win, and go herd. I remember you texted in on September 8th at 5.36 p.m. and said that the herd will lose by 30. That was the text. The text read, I hope the herd wins, but I think we will lose by 30 points. I remember that text. So thank you for texting in. And eating your words, happily eating your words. Our text line continues at 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Those are the comments you just heard of Jim Justice. I'm going to post the entire thing later after the show. Follow me on social media, at Paul Swan on Twitter. You'll find out when it's posted. When I post it, you'll see that. I would appreciate the follow anyway, but I'll have that audio for you when I'm done with the show. I'll get it up there as soon as I can so you can hear the governor's entire address to the team. But coming up next, more of your texts. We'll talk about this game. Marshall defeating Notre Dame 26-21, to receiving votes in the coaches' poll and just falling outside of the top 25. Coming in, if you're doing the math, 26. The first team not to make the top 25 would be Marshall at 26. I think the AP voters maybe got it wrong. Marshall continues to win. It'll take care of itself. It's not where you start, it's where you finish. And I think Marshall right now is focused on it's not where you start, it's where you finish, especially if you stay consistent. Coach Huff, I've got his comments from earlier in the day. He spoke to the Sunbelt Media. I was in on that, so I've got his comments. We'll hear that later on. Keith Gill, the commissioner of the Sunbelt, actually spoke to the media as well. He doesn't usually do that during these weekly pressers with the coaches of the league, but he joined us on that. So I've got a couple comments from that today I wanted to share with you, but I want to make more time for you and your phone calls and texts. The text line, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. And 
Phone line 877-420-TALK. More on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Your texts are coming in and we're going to get to them and you can join that conversation. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Texter writes in asking about any injuries Saturday. I'll talk to Coach Huff tomorrow. I'll be part of that media event for him, and we'll see if he'll go into any detail if there's anything we really need to know. So I'm going to say right now I'm going to wait till Coach to, to maybe talk about that if there's anything that we need to know before I continue and say, yeah, there's injuries or no, there's not injuries. And honestly, the only other injury I can really talk about that is uh, out there is Notre Dame's quarterback, Tyler Buckner. He's expected to miss the rest of the regular season with an injury to his non-throwing shoulder. That's going to need surgery. So quarterback for Notre Dame is out. That's the only injury that I really can speak on. As far as Marshall's concerned, if Coach Huff has anything to address tomorrow about that, we'll get that to you. Uh, Texter writes in, this is about the, the games. Nothing's greater than the rebirth of Marshall football and the young thundering herd. Uh, so, writes in number no one game. Okay, no one game is greater. Again, I'm trying to clean up text as I read them. Nothing greater than the rebirth of Marshall football and the young thundering herd. The texture writes in no one game is greater. So this texture falls in on the game with Xavier being the game that launch the rebirth of Marshall football. Texter, watch Notre Dame highlight show when he was um, in the 60s and 70s. Who'd have thunk that at the time Marshall could ever play or compete with the Fighting Irish, let alone push them around? Unbelievable. Yeah, the um, the big thing about Notre Dame, which everyone... Uh, maybe doesn't realize is Notre Dame has been Notre Dame for so long. Notre Dame had its own radio network that was national, national radio network. I can remember even, you know, early on in my professional career that, you know, and just to kind of give you some background on this. So part of what I do, and this isn't my full-time gig here, Part of what I do is, you know, I, I help manage and, and program, you know, the radio stations. And that includes, you know, coming up, you know, putting content on, you know, and that means ball games, other things like that. So when I was working at another company, you know, Notre Dame would be an option for me. I could carry the Notre Dame game every week because it was on Westwood One. I believe it was either Mutual or Westwood One. I can't remember the branding of it. But Notre Dame had its own radio network. I mean, there weren't that many outlets for broadcast to begin with on Saturdays when we're talking about what games do you get to watch on on college football Saturday. That's since exploded. There's more content now than ever before, but Notre Dame was always prevalent because it was Notre Dame. Notre Dame football, and it has a huge reach as a brand still to this day. So, yeah. I mean, you watch those highlight shows, and of course, you always saw Notre Dame because Notre Dame was one of the 
big programs still commanding that national attention. I mean, NBC throws so much money at Notre Dame to have Notre Dame football. So Notre Dame, you see it rarely on other networks because unless the game is on a network where the home team has the broadcast rights, it's NBC for Notre Dame. And how do you compete with that? Well, things have caught up. we got the transfer portal. We have more exposure, social media, more opportunities, not just on television, but radio as well. Notre Dame's not the only game in town now, but it's still Notre Dame, and it still commands such a huge portion of the mind share of college sports to go into South Bend, Indiana, and win that game is nothing short of amazing. And that's not to say that it was a fluke or anything. I'm just saying what Marshall did was amazing. Was And hopefully for the program, that's as commonplace. The way Coach Huff is trying to make sure that this team is focused and consistent that, okay, we went in and beat Notre Dame. Well, we expected to go in and beat Notre Dame. I mean, it's a tremendous win. You can get a lot of play off of it. But at the same time, you don't have to necessarily be overwhelmed by it now if if the success continues because you're expecting to win these games a lot more. That's my takeaway from that. You're expecting to win these games a lot more now. But, yeah, it's amazing that you can go in and be the program like Notre Dame. And Coach Huff talks about that here. We've got his comments in a minute. Texer writes in, the defense deserves the game ball and the coaches. Defense deserves the game ball. I think the entire team deserves the game ball. Columbia, 16 of 21, 145 yards. Laburn, 31 carries, 163 total yards. First downs, Notre Dame had 22. Rushing, 37 for 130 for Notre Dame. Passing, 221. Red zone scores and chances, 4-4 for the Herd, 3-3 for Notre Dame. Third down conversions, 4-13. Possession time, about 29-13 for Notre Dame. Uh, fumbles, clean. Six punts for Notre Dame. Uh, interception, had three interceptions for Marshall, 55 yards, pick six included. I think you can make an argument for everyone, but the defense was fantastic. The defense was outstanding. I felt Marshall looked better prepared, didn't. Let the moment take over. Like we're playing in South Bend, Indiana. We're playing in front of all these fans. You now have a caliber of kid that has come in with the transfer portal. And you know what? We played in big games before. We got this, Coach. No big deal. Marshall's just as good as Notre Dame. Let's go, let's go out there and win the game. That's what we, we planned on doing all week. Let's go out there and do it now. All right, let's see. Um, Texter writes in, number one, Xavier game. Number two, 92 National Championship. Number three, 1996 National Championship. A tie for fourth, Notre Dame and K-State games currently. If uh, Notre Dame has a bad season, it will fall to fifth. 
Notre Dame has a good season based on prestige of program. It would move to fourth all-time. Potentially second-best regular season win of all-time behind Xavier. And then with the text line, you guys send me gifts sometimes. You send me memes. I got the meme, uh, the Michael Jordan looking at the score meme. Okay, that's the text line. We'll get more of your text coming up. Uh, we got Coach Huff. I got his comments. I want to get to those, so we'll do that when we continue. We'll line up more of your comments at 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. And don't forget, later on, I'm going to post the audio of Coach if I, if, I got, if I can get coaches stuff, yeah, if we don't get it here in the next segment, I'll get coaches online. But we're going to post the audio of Governor Justice addressing the team. So we've got that coming up when we continue here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. More text line numbers. Um, Things flying in. This thing's uh, this thing's going crazy today. Text line is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Um, texture writes in, don't you know we only won because we had a Mountaineer calling the plays? Rick Trickett. Rick Trickett. Texture writes in. Rick Trickett. Guess we have to get hats off to him. Okay. Congratulations to Rick Trickett for a tremendous call of the game today. Glad you're... <laughs> I'm hoping that was just a typo. I really hope that's just a typo. Rick Trickett, it's the best typo of the day. Um, Texter writes in, one game at a time, but just imagine if both Marshall and Appalachian State were undefeated come the Memorial game. Well, Appalachian State... It'd be great if Appalachian State can remain uh, with one blemish. Because remember, Appalachian State lost to North Carolina, but it was close. So the rest of the way, let's hope that Appalachian State doesn't lose. That would be a tremendous game. And then the texter writes in, uh, yes. No, uh, no. Texter writes in to correct the other uh, texter. It's Clint Trickett. Yeah, we know that. I like Rick Trickett better. What are you talking about? Rick? Hey, Rick. I'm just going to I want to see him. If I see him tomorrow. Hey, Rick. How are you doing, Rick? Rick Trickett. That's much better. Let's get to Coach Huff. I, I got Coach Huff. I, I need to get to. Uh, speaking to the Sunbelt media earlier today, and it was um, it's always a good day to speak to the media when you win, especially after a win against Notre Dame. And, and Coach Huff just basically outlined that to the uh, media on the call. A phenomenal weekend, um, not only for Marshall, but for, for the entire conference. Um, I think it really shows, um, again, what Commissioner Gill and his um, administrative staff have put together has been something really special. So um, obviously last week, really good uh, opportunity for our players to go out and compete at a very high level. Uh, really proud of the way they competed, really proud of their competitive spirit, uh, really proud of their collective buy-in to what we were asking them to do all the way back to January when this deal started um, and a really good opportunity for them to uh, kind of get a little bit of reward for their hard work. Um, now, really tough opportunity or a tough challenge, excuse me, moving forward 
um, to kind of reboot and get ready for a tough Bowling Green team. Um, I think Coach Leffler has done a really good job um, offensively with their system and what they do. Um, defensively, they're a multiple front group that's extremely complex with movements and pressures. So uh, we got to um, shake off the uh, excitement and, and fanfare of a victory and get back to the process. Bowling Green, Notre Dame's nice, but we're, we're as one famous coach once said, we're on the Cincinnati. We're talking about Cincinnati. No, we're talking about Bowling Green now. So when Coach was asked earlier today by a member of the media, you know, what was he thinking about with all the other scores coming in after the win and then the, all the other scores coming in, Appalachian State winning, Georgia Southern winning, what was going through Coach's mind with all those scores coming in? And the response is consistent with what you just heard. Uh, did Bowling Green win? Um, I really – I didn't really find out about the other ones until probably Sunday. Um, I think again, it's, it's probably the best thing that probably could have happened to our team. And I say that you know respectfully because um, it forces our team to understand that every week you got to be ready to play. Um, I think sometimes when these things happen, where supposed team doesn't win and other team wins, you kind of get a little bit of. Uh, we've arrived, you know, and we can't allow that to happen here. And I think with those type of victories across the country in this conference, uh, especially with all of those being opponents that we play, um, it really helps us focus in on we got to do the same thing every week. We got to prepare really hard. We got to play really hard. And we got to execute. It doesn't matter who the opponent is or who the next game is because there's good opponents not only in this league but on our schedule. Keeping it consistent. Notre Dame was just a game on the schedule. Now Bowling Green is the most important game because it's the next game. Media on the call today, it was very repetitive in the sense that a lot of people are trying to figure out why is the Sun Belt, why is the success happening here? What's making this league so successful? How is this league able to go out and do these kind of things? And that was a question asked to Coach Huff earlier about you know, just trying to figure out why is everything being so successful. And Coach can't really speak to those other programs and why those teams are finding success. But he can speak to Marshall and why Marshall is finding success. Um, I mean, I can't really speak for the other programs. Uh, but for us, uh, one, we've got really good football players here that um, truly embrace the culture and what we're asking them to do from a coaching standpoint. we got really good coaches um, who, who are getting our guys dialed in week in and week out to play at a high level. Um, and we got a really good administration that's given us the resources that we need to be able to make the strides. You know, I, I can't speak for um, App State outside of the outside perspective and the same with Georgia Southern outside perspective. I know they got good coaches because obviously I know them. Um, but in-house, I, I don't know. You know, I think, again, it goes back to a little bit of – um, each school has got its own unique um, niche in this conference. Um, each school's got its own unique uh, fan base and you know history and tradition. And when you have those things, you tend to attract you know good players and 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 good coaches. Um, so I think again, it's a combination of of probably those things. You know, attracting really really good players um, who have confidence, believe in what you're asking them to do, fit the schemes you're running. 
Um, and then coaches who, who understand that, you know, in order to be successful, these are the things we have to do at each school. Um, I know here at Marshall, you know, one of the big things for us is making sure that the kids fit us um, so that what we're asking them to do, how we're asking them to do it, you know, they can do it at a very high level. Makes sense to me. You bring in the caliber of kid you want, not just go out and get anybody. So that makes sense to me. And finally, so I don't have to ask it tomorrow, thankfully. What's the danger of a letdown, someone asked. I don't have to ask that tomorrow. It's already been asked. Here's his response. Absolutely not, in my opinion. Um, When you prepare through the process, you're not really preparing for an opponent. Um, And if our goal was just to beat Notre Dame, then they should have told me that a long time ago, and I would have took – um, January to July off, and I would have came back in in July and and put a good game plan together. But I think our guys understand, you know, when we started this deal, our goal was to go out every single week and compete at a high level. Um, you know, our goal was not to be focused on the opponent or the scoreboard, but to be focused more on how we play. Um, obviously, you know, in today's world, the 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 pats on the back, um, you know, make things a little bit difficult to kind of recenter the guys. Um, it's my job, it's the coach's job to get us right back to the same um, starting point. You know, we said last week, if you prepare any different for Notre Dame than you did for Norfolk State, then you did yourself a disservice versus Norfolk State. Um, so the same thing goes this week. If you prepare any different for Bowling Green than you did uh, for Notre Dame, then you did yourself a disservice. And, and ultimately, it's about creating value for yourself on and off the field. So. If I want to play at my best, I got to prepare at my best every single week. I got to prepare at my best on and off the field. And then I got to go out and play at my best. Not, well, I'm playing Notre Dame, so I have to play hard, but we're playing Bowling Green, so we don't. Um, Obviously, the challenge for myself is to make sure that doesn't happen. Um, The challenge for the culture and the leadership of this program is to make sure that we focus on the things that we need to focus on to have a great Monday practice. No danger of a letdown from Coach Huff. Uh, we've got a couple of comments from Sunbelt Commissioner Keith Gill. We're going to do that when we continue. I'm going to open up the phone line at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. More texts have come in. Texter writes in, Marshall would beat WVU, but WVU too scared to lose to us. Texter writes in, no better way to honor a Mountaineer coach by misspelling his name. I I mean, come on. (laughs) I think it was a typo. I like it, though. It's Rick Trickett from now until coach says, okay, that's enough. Texter writes in, defense won the game. Defense did a fantastic job. I think think it was a great effort top to bottom, all three aspects of the game. I really believe – that one side didn't necessarily have a better performance over the other. But, boy, the defense did look good. The defense really looked good. All right, I'm going to open up the phone line, and I've got Sunbelt Commissioner Keith Gill. Just a couple of comments from him. I want to share those with you. And don't forget, later on this evening after the show is over, I'm going to post on my social media account, my Twitter account, I'll have the full audio from Governor Jim Justice speaking to the team earlier today at the team room at the Shoei. So that's 
coming up later on my Twitter account once the show is over. I'll get that posted. But when we come back from break, we'll get your phone calls in. And I got a couple of comments from Keith Gill I want to get to when we continue with this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. It's our final segment of the Monday edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Texters have learned they can start sending me attachments and memes as well. So I've got the, if the Dallas Cowboys were a college team with a sideline shot of Notre Dame's coach and the score. And it was signed, uh, Rick Trickett. I'll allow that. We're having fun today. You can text in as well, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. I think that's going to be our new meme, the Rick Trickett meme here. Not Clint Trickett, Rick Trickett. That's going to be the meme today from the fans. So you've got, congratulations, you've all created a show some new show lexicon when we refer to Rick Trickett. It's, uh, it's Clint Trickett. Let's hear from Commissioner. Let's, I know we're having fun, but I, I really want to share this with you. So let's get to Commissioner Keith Gill. Sunbelt having a fantastic weekend. Game day is going to Boone, North Carolina. So if I'm Keith Gill right now, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling large and in charge. And he talked about he jumped on the teleconference today, the Zoom meeting after the coaches were done so he could talk to us about all the good things that are happening with this league. And you know, here's what he had to say about the weekend itself. Uh, did Bowling Green win? Um, Just want to say an extraordinary weekend for the Sunbelt Conference. Really off to a great start. Um, you know, Old, Old Dominion got us rolling in week one um, with their win against Virginia Tech. And then we obviously won seven games that weekend and then followed up with week two, win ten more games. And um, with wins over um, two top 10 teams, and then obviously Georgia Southern over Nebraska. So, um, App State beating Texas AM, and then um, uh, Marshall beating Notre Dame. Just um, an outstanding week for Sunbelt football. And it's great that we were able to showcase that on national TV in the way that we have. And really excited about game day um, going to App State um, just to show the history and tradition and pageantry they have. And, um, and for a conference game as well. So uh, their opponent will be Troy. So it'll be good exposure for Troy and a good exposure for conference. So great weekend for Sunbelt football, really off to a good start. And I uh, can't be more excited with, uh, with how we're positioned. If you're a Marshall fan right now, are you excited for all the collective success of the Sunbelt? And just a piece of you is like, why can't we get game day here? Why can't we get game day in Huntington? Been asking for game day for a long time. Why can't we get game day in Huntington? Is there a part of you that's that's ultimately happy for all the success, thinking that this is the right move for Marshall to get into the Sun Belt? This is probably the premier group of five conference, if you want to even use that term. And you're happy, you're excited. This league is getting all this exposure, and yet game day is going to Boone, North Carolina. So is there a part of you just a little... Just a little, slightly perturbed. Just maybe. Just maybe. So, the one question I was asked of Commissioner Keith Gill, and this centers on the excitement. There's been a lot of excitement, of course, for all these wins. And 
you know, he talked about the excitement just, you know, from the league standpoint and the league offices. Yeah, you know, I think the atmosphere has just been exciting. You know, we're, we're just really fired up and optimistic. I mean, there's been a lot of um, energy and buzz in terms of, you know, identifying additional ways to, to make sure we take advantage of the moment and, and how we can do that, and what kind of um, things we're going to activate around, whether it's game day or this week leading up into game day or, or kind of post these games. So a lot of excitement, a lot of optimism. Um, I, I think it's positive energy, you know, I mean, you guys have all been around athletic departments enough to know that, you know, you win football on Saturday, you come in on Monday, it's really great. You lose football on Saturday, you come in Monday, it's not, it's not so good. So um, the conference office works very similar and we, we really had a great weekend, a lot of excitement, a lot of things to be uh, really excited about. And, um, and so that just translates into our mood, um, you know, kicking off the week. Texer wrote in while we were talking about the week that the Sun Belt's having and said, P6. I'm not using P6. I'm not so sure that the, uh, the I'm not sure that the Pac-12 is going to be around for much longer. So I'm not using P6. Sun Belt might be default by P5. It might be P5 with the Sun Belt taking over, or it could be P2 with just the SEC or the Big Ten being the only two. I, I'm leaning on P two and then the rest of you guys but i digress right now commissioner keith gill calls them the a5 the autonomy five is the term that is less of a flashy term it's more of an accurate term the autonomy five so they're a5 teams when he says a5 he's talking about autonomy five and the question was asked of the commissioner about the value of getting the, you know, it used to be you wanted to be the best of the rest, something I was screaming years ago when realignment was happening, and I thought Conference USA needed to take this opportunity to be the best of the rest, and that didn't happen. Now the Sun Belt is running with the opportunity of being P6, whatever you want to call that, the best of the rest, but the best, you know, non-autonomy league. And so Gil talks about, you know, we're not just shooting for beating these uh, big-time teams. We're shooting to beat everybody to be the best non-autonomy league and have success across the board, not just get these showcase wins, but, you know, just a win across the board, period. Yeah, you know, I, I think anytime you can get an A5 win, you know, that that's great. You know, I mean, just because I think it, it sets you on a different um, stage and nationally, you really, you know, we let off, you know, college football final, you know, there, there, there's a lot of things written about us in, in, in ways that they're just not when you have those pure wins. So I think, you know, anytime you can beat an autonomy five school, um, I, I think that that matters. And, and, and there's a relevance in that that just helps you from a branding standpoint. That being said, it is really important for us to um, take care of business against not a five schools as well. You know, at the end of the day, we want to be, uh, we want to beat everyone in FBS. Anybody that we play uh, that's uh, that's an opponent on our schedule, we want to win those games. And whether that's um, autonomy five schools or non-autonomy schools, I think we look at those the same way in terms of those are opportunities to win games and uh, move the conference forward. That being said, you know, there's a little more relevance nationally when you beat an A5 school. And I think that, that helps us from a branding standpoint and a perception standpoint. Yeah. He's he's dead on. You want to beat everyone because you don't want to get a win against Notre Dame, 
Texas A&M, Virginia Tech, Nebraska. You don't want to get those wins and then lose to Bowling Green. What's that do for you? Oh, that was a fluke. Marshall got lucky. That was a fluke. No, you want to be consistent. You want to win. You want to beat those teams. You want to show that of the non-autonomy league, we'll use that term, the non-autonomy leagues that Sunbelt's the best because there's no buzz for Conference USA right now. The American, none of that's happening. It's it's the Sunbelt buzzing right now. And the East Division feels really good. You feel good about Georgia Southern. You feel good about App State. You feel good about Marshall. Old Dominion, you got to feel good about that. Feel good about some of these teams in this East Division, and it's going to be really a, a dogfight for the Thundering Herd to win this East Division. I know the, you know, the analytics on ESPN.com predicting Marshall to go undefeated, and I'm not, I'm not buying that just yet. Only because you got to go out there and play those games for real, not on computers. Those are games that you just don't sim. You don't look at probabilities. You just got to go out and win. So I'm not buying into that just yet. I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just saying I'm not I'm not looking at that. I'm looking at Marshall taking care of business against Bowling Green. That's it. Only thing that matters to me, Marshall right now, Bowling Green. We'll hear from Coach Huff more tomorrow on Bowling Green and how he's been able to keep the team focused thinking about Bowling Green, not, hey, we beat Notre Dame. That's going to do it for this edition. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. I appreciate all your your text. We'll be back tomorrow. And if you joined us late, I had comments earlier from Governor Jim Justice about Marshall and the the rise of the program, the resurgence of the program, and keeping focus. A couple of, of highlights I pulled out from that. I'm going to post that here in a few minutes on my social media feed. That's going to be at Paul Swan on Twitter, at Paul Swan on Twitter. I'll have that posted. You can hear his entire address to the Marshall football team earlier today in the team room at the Shoei. That's coming up here in the next few minutes as well as the show. If you missed it, don't forget, subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or follow. That's a better word, follow. Thanks for tuning in. Back tomorrow. Have a great night, everyone. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington. This is your radio home for Pittsburgh Pirates baseball. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.